Welcome back to Fledgling's RPG, The Lost Mine of Fandelver, episode number 22. This is the start of session number 8 in this story. We are so glad that we've had so many of you along with us for this campaign, and we're glad that you're with us now. If you're still with us and you've been here since the beginning and you haven't taken the time to go give us that five-star review on your podcast player of choice, then what are you waiting for? Come on, just go do it. Yes, I'm going to wait. I'm going to assume that you've gone ahead and done that now. Thank you for that. Now let's rejoin the fledglings on their adventure in the Lost Mine of Fandelver. remember where we left off i thought we left off right here we had dragged the bodies we had i think did they decide to walk off with us without us back back out the cave or did we decide to stay in the cave or did we fall back out mayo's died we covered his body with mold earth we found nundro yeah over here in this little area and then i thought we went back to get him, and then we came over here for a short rest. Well, no, we went, were good. We went for a down, long rest. We went down the water and found that. And we followed the water out? Yeah, and then we found the forge of spells, green fire in the workshop. We set up shop in the workshop. Oh, so we're over here then. We were not back out over here. Because I thought we came back out to get Mayos after we, we left, after we left out of the workshop. We carried him and went down. Because that's where the brother was, right? Yeah. And then what happened to the brother? We just heard, we heard some noise, and then we stopped. Yeah. Went into the we forge, went into the forge. and you were hearing, I think, just you didn't magic tell us ish that was taking place. I guess is the subtext of it, and you took short rest there, correct? Ah, no, long rest, long rest, rest. Long rest. okay. <laughs> don't, we weren't taking that chance. Don't do that to us. <laughs> us, but we didn't come back out to get mayos. You, I think you brought him. Yeah, with you us. you carried him with. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, so you, Mayos is still with us. Right. It, well, his body is. In that manner of speaking. <laughs> you oh. brought him into that room <coughs> with the Forge of Spells. Yeah, so we get in, and did you say it was green fire? Yes. That's what I wrote down, so that's what you said. That is likely what I said then, yes. And it's the Forge of Spells. Did we hear something important that the cup we said? I don't think we, we heard anything. Was it a cup or a chalice sitting somewhere? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. What do you have written down? <laughs> I didn't write it down. My, my, I didn't bring my journal. Oh, the brazier of green flame. Oh. Yeah. Good memory. What's a brazier? You know what a brazier is? Unless I mean, women wear. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> a corset. No, it's not. It's a corset. A brazier is a bra. Are you going to type in brazier? Stacy. <laughs> Brazier? There's a brazier pot. Whoa, there's a brazers, which is a <laughs> porn website. You mean brazers? Sure. I'm deleting my search history. <laughs> Bra. Let's just 
Brazier. A portable heater <laughs> consisting of a pan or stand for holding lighted coals. So it's basically a pot that holds fire, essentially. Green fire. North American, our barbecue. That's a brazier. Apparently. Brazier? Yeah. Swear that's I, I swear. That's, that's also, yes. No, that, no. A corset. Uh, bra is well, short for brazier. Yeah. It may be spelt different. Yeah. It's a full yeah. form of a bra. Yeah. Full form. <laughs> yeah. So oh here's a image of a brazier. So like Pot. a goblet. Yeah. No. Open like face. A barbecue. Barbecue. <laughs> you gonna, what are you going to cook in that barbecue? <laughs> Pig? Nundro, if he doesn't find us this magical stuff that's we're trying to find. Oh, there's a brazier. Wait, that's a bra. So, <laughs> look. Are we look. not in character right now? Are we, are we in character arguing right now oh, in front of this brazier? Look at where, look at where my Google search takes <laughs> that me. That's not a brazier. Is that, a, that is not a brazier. B-R-A-Z-I-E-R. I've seen a lot of them. B-R-A-S-S-I-E-R. And you're dragonborn. You guys don't even wear underwear. You just don't know what you're looking at. Full form of bra. Bra definition, bra meaning. There's some pictures of some bronzers, and then celebrities and bras. <laughs> <laughs> Coming on their basis. Because yes. you know that's that's what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the next Don't worry. Is. We've got this. <laughs> Google knows what's best for you. Because <laughs> you know they guess what you're gonna Google next, right? That's yeah. brazier. Well, if he's looking at Braziers, he's going to want to see celebrities in Braziers. <laughs> Brazier barbecue. Especially Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, my. All right. So, in the Forge of Spells is the area that you're in. There's this, this pot of flame sitting atop this large pitcher-like stone altar, like historic stone altar, where there may have been sacrifices made or, or similar there that looks like there's kind of like some chip out of it where there's definitely been some metal work that's gone on more recently than not. Kind of looks like, you know, the hammers coming down on the heated swords or armor, whatever has been laid there to be hammered out. Each of you give me an arcana check. 11. Because mine's negative. Oh. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. 15. 15? Okay, Petrogan with... A 15 on the Arcana check. You sense this feeling. You don't know why, but you sense this feeling of life from the fire area there. And what does that make you think? Think? Or feel? <clears throat> or say? You have this sense of, of life coming from it. I normally like red fire, but this green fire is giving me a, a nice feeling. I feel... It can sense something in it or of it. And this green fire is important. Hey, Fabian, this green fire is giving me a good feeling. Can you feel that as well? Hmm. I don't think I've seen green fire in many days. Yeah, red fire is definitely better. Red fire is more natural, I yes. feel like. But green fire is very unique. Yes, so there's something, there's a good feeling I'm getting from this fire. I'm going to get a little closer and take a look at it. Can I pick up the brazier? Do you pick up the brazier? Do you think I should pick up this brazier? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. It's up to you, Petrogan. I pick up the brazier. So as your hands touch the brazier, 
You feel the burning flames on your hands, and from the brazier comes a shriek that says, Melos! <gasps> what was that? I put the brazier down nicely. And I take a few steps back. You're right. What was that? Your hands. My hands How are, are they? My hands are fine. I'm immune to burn. I think. <laughs> What's our rock? Is it Gundren? Gundren or and Nundro? Nundro. Nundro. What is this fire you we see? Let's see what Nundro. Oh wait, I'm resistant to. Fire. Yeah, fire. Nundro got a three on his Arcana check, so he looks at it and says, I don't know, but it looks hot. (laughs) Not very helpful, Nundro. How big is this room again? I'm sorry. Is is this the only thing in the room? Yes, this is the, like, centerpiece of the room. It's not an overly large room, but you've all got kind of enough room to have your own little space around this area. I'm feeling much better, Fabian. Nundro, you're not helpful. Is Gundren still with us? I yes. see you. And we left Siddler way longer right. ago. Right. Gundren rolled a 20 nice. on his Arcana nice. check. So with the natural 20, he is pacing around kind of that stone altar there and looking fire up and down. And, and he says, would it be okay if we if we bring Maos over to the flame? Did we already bring him with us? He's, he in, still the, he's in the forge with you, yes. Big boy, pick oh, him up. He should be laying down. <laughs> pick him up, Gundren. big boy. Gundren, are you, are you says, about this? I would try to lift him, but I don't think that will be of much help. Let's do it together. Fine. <laughs> I've been down to grab his top side. <laughs> I grab his ankles and legs. And we bring him slowly but surely to the fire. Towards the fire, nicely and gently. And I place his head... Down by the fire, I like next it's to like the fire. It's like a table, man. No, it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a pot. It's on. Is it floating? Right, but it's no. on like that it's slab, that like altar. We put him right next area. to this on the slab. Yeah, on the I, slab. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You put him next. Yeah. To he him. puts his his head on the ground, and I put his feet. <laughs> no, <laughs> on the slab, dude. What are you doing? Get his head up here. <laughs> you never specify where you wanted him. Obviously, right next to the fire that Gundren told us about. And you see the flames from this pot flicker out and start to encircle Naos's body, just slowly moving around. And you see... I pull out my longsword. Just a glimpse of breath enter into Naos's lungs. I put my His eyes back. open momentarily. <gasps> oh, oh, what happened? It was... Everything went dark. There was a dragon and... Spy- why are you two looking at me like that? What, what is wrong? How are you feeling? This can't be. I, I, You're alive. Is this unholy? I, I don't. Are you okay? I feel alive. What? What's going on? What do you mean you don't feel alive? I feel weightless. I, You're talking. Reach over and I grab his arm. I try to. The flames flicker at you again, and the same shriek of Mayos. I comes from what happened. Is everything okay? Why do I feel? Why do I feel so weird? You tell him. My friend, if you feel like you're not alive, quicker, you might suggest that you died. You've been dead for at least five minutes. Eight hours. (laughs) We took a long rest. (laughs) I'll get there. Five minutes. I died. 
ago, how? you were dead. How? How could you? There, there was a an evil elf that really had it out a for you for dark some reason. Elf. He really did not like you. He said he's heard of you countless times, but yet you didn't hold to his <laughs> standards or something. I don't know what that means. Why are you alive right now, Nesnar? Do you remember know, the name I, Nesnar? I feel, I feel like, I feel like I'm leaving. I feel like I don't have long. I guess this is goodbye then. No, no, stay so with us. Stay with us. How can we get you back? I don't. What do I say? I'm so, I'm so used to death and leaving people, but. This is weird. This is different. You said death and leaving. No, stay with us, males. You must. You too. There's some. There's something here. You must stick together. I wish I could see how this played out, but you must stick together. There's, there's greatness in here too. I know. I'm here. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you, males. But I must ask, how will we split your share up evenly if you're not going to be here? And with that, males' body is engulfed by the flames. His body disappears. His cloak lay empty on the slab next to the pot of fire. Can we see the cloak? I grab the cloak. Yes, you can see it. It's not going to fit me. It's not going to magically grow longer. I grab the cloak. As Petrogan grabs the cloak, it burns his hands past his immunity to burning. Fire damage, so almost like acidous? almost like an acid oh, ow. on his hands. What was that? I pick it up with my other hand. <laughs> and it does the same thing. And as okay. he lets go of it this time, it actually flings at Fabin, who catches it. <laughs> and nothing happens to him. Give that back to me. Let me see it again. I don't think it's meant for you. I think it's I touch it. And it burns me again. Roll me a 3d4. I don't like this. <laughs> Try it one last time for the story's sake. Jeez. Six? And you take six acid no. damage. <laughs> what does this mean, Petrogan? Well, obviously. Why doesn't it burn me, but yet you're a dragonborn with fire resistance to things? Why, why does it not burn me? Well, obviously. It's not meant for me, and it's meant for you. Is it because I cherish life, and because I cherish Maos? I thing. always looked up to him. I, I will always, keep it safe. I always look down, man. And Fabin, give me a perception check. Fourteen. So as you examine the cloak, there's actually a scroll attached to it that wasn't there before. It has that same flickering green flame that came from the pot of fire. And you can see the words dancing on it. And it says... What's it say? It says, This cloak is now imbued with timelessness. High elves generally live hundreds of years. This timelessness allows the hidden individual to take a second action during their turn. After the first time... Each encounter, a successful stealth check of DC 17 is required to take a second action. What's it say? <laughs> What's it say? I think this is it's a personal note that oh. Maos has left for me. Oh, okay. But if you uh, can repeat that again, I'll tell you exactly what it says. <laughs> Here, I'll uh, type <laughs> it out yeah, type so it that you have that. You can take a second action if you succeed at a DC check. 17. 
But must I be cloaked? Yes. Yeah. So will it just like cover half your body? <laughs> I don't know. Or does he have to be prone or something? No, it'll it'll cover. It's yes. like the cloak of invisibility yeah. in Harry Potter. It just will, it'll do what it needs to do. Yeah, exactly. So what cloak is? What so it's cloak of invisibility, but you're gonna have to customize it because this yeah. isn't a normal edition. <laughs> nice. Last time you had brought out all those monsters. Is that is that what it was? That's what I'm blaming it on. <laughs> we fought a flame skull, a zombie, a goblin, a spectator, two bugbears, two giant black spiders, technically a dragon, a green that. dragon. What do you mean, technically? We never really made moves against the dragon because it really wasn't attacking us. So right. We didn't want to anger it. Right. We felt like it might have been imprisoned. And then, by the way, a dark elf, a magical dark elf. Are all elves magical? They might have magical coursing through their veins, but... An okra jelly and three ghouls. Okra jellies, those are ugly. And the stupid flame skull used a level three spell, fireball. Flame skull was killing us. Yeah, it was spectating this. While this is happening... I'm sitting here hurting. Yes, Krogan, you... uh, Your hands are still burning. But you had drawn your longsword at one point. I did. And you put that back. Yes. Okay. But you notice from your hands, the flames went down to your longsword as well. Oh. And you can see the hilt of it is now encircled with these green flames. Okay. Is that a bad thing? So I take my longsword out and put it on the ground. Or no, no, no. I'm probably wearing like some sort of belt. So I unhook the belt and drop it on the ground. Ah! As, what is going on? As you drop the belt on the ground and your long sword falls out of its hilt there, you can see an inscription on the sword now that wasn't there before. And it just says, Holy Avenger. Reach down. David, what's that say there? I don't know. Do you want me to grab it? Because it seems like every time you touch this flame, <laughs> if you could for me, can you see if it hurts? No problem. I reach down and, and grab the sword and lift it up. As as Faven lifts it up, the green flame kind of just dissipates and clears off. Put it back down. Right Put it back down. And the flame stays away from it. Oh, crap. So I pick it up. Okay. And I put it back around me, take my long sword out. I try to examine it nicely. As you're examining it, a similar note from what Fabian had received with the cloak appears on the sword and kind of falls down to your open hand as well. And it explains what the Holy Avenger is. And you may want to just pull this up on D&D Beyond here. You got it, sir. Yeah. So... I'll read it while you're pulling it up. So if you just do a search, it should have it, or I can just screenshot it. Nope, don't do that. I got it. Okay. So since this is a long sword, Holy Avenger, you gain a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon, which you already had plus three on your long sword. As is. When you hit a fiend or an undead with it, that creature takes an extra 2d10 radiant damage. When you hold the drawn sword, it creates an aura in a 10-foot radius around you. You and all creatures friendly to you in the aura have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. If you have 17 or more levels in the Paladin class, the radius of the aura is increased to 30 feet. So you gain the uh, radiant damage 
to fiends and undead, as well as that aura on saving throws from that magical addition from the Forge of Spells here. Nice. So how do I... I... And this does require attunement as well. What's that mean? Basically, you spent time examining it, so you are attuned to it, but you can only be attuned to three magical items at one time. Oh. So if I had this and three other magical items, I could only use the magical aspects of three of them. Right. Exactly. And one of them would just... It would cease to have it. It would disappear. It would no longer... Like, it's a permanent decision when you... So I have four... I have three magical items like this. I grab a fourth and I'm like, "Uh, I don't need my longsword anymore. And I just throw it away. I mean, the longsword itself would still exist, but it would lose its Holy Avenger attributes. Yeah. Yeah, there, you there go. we go. Yeah. See, I told you because you can use it without being attuned, but you wouldn't get the benefits of it. <laughs> but your time studying it and it's reading the note to understand that. it. Yeah, that's so smart. <laughs> Qualify it. So. Well, Petrona was starting to get frustrated. This is not my soul. <laughs> so oh, now, because you've never been a wizard, so how would you know to attune to things? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. And you've been a druid for so long, you know how to attune things. Yeah, even though I'm not attuned to anything, but yeah, I feel you. Oh, oh, it was on the back of the scroll. Oh. There we go. I had to turn it over. <laughs> it was on the back of the sword? That's where it was? I had to flip it over to the that other side. That makes sense. That makes sense. Gosh, sorry, everybody. Gotta read all the instructions. <laughs> I well, what was up with Maos? Like, he came into life, and then where did he go? I don't, I don't understand, Petrogan. I don't understand either. But did his body get engulfed by the flame, you said? Is his body yes. gone? So yes. is, is there ash or anything? No, not a trace left. Except for Can I let out like kind of like a like a roar for him? Like Mayos! Did you hear that? <laughs> and then I immediately turned to Gundred and say, His shares will be split evenly between us. And then that I... is what he would want. And then I put my cloak on. And I don't put the hood up, but I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> this is a nice fit. So while you're nice. wearing the cloak and it's not making you invisible, it is super short. Okay. On you. So it That's comes fair. down to like mid thigh on you. That's totally. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Ooh, this hits me just right. Have you seen my calves lately? <laughs> we have been traveling a long time, man. We have been traveling a long time. <laughs> Your calves do protrude very well. Right Thank now. you. Thank you. Okay. So what do we do next, Fabian? I think we get the heck out of Dodge and, and go take, uh, since Maos is nowhere to be found, I hate dead things. I don't plan on going to the Underworld to try to find him. Unless you want to go to the Underworld. But instead, I think either way we have to get out of this cave. But yeah, so we came in here because we need to take the cave back so we can make our money. Oh, this is true. So we need to... So do you want to try to clear the cave full of monsters? Yes, yeah, so... Nundro and Gundren. Well, what what else do we need to do? Nesnar and the dragon are gone. Our friend has has passed. What must we do to get the money? As you're asking these questions, you can hear echoing from outside the cave this screeching, this inhuman screeching that is happening out there. And then what sounds like just a terrified group of individuals. You can't distinguish what it is, but it sounds hectic and it sounds evil. I don't like the sound of this. I'm getting too old for this. Except for that 
acid that hurt my hands. I'm feeling much better. I too. I feel like my magic has returned. Yes. Yeah, so we let's we, go ahead. Let's go uh, confront this head on. Should we? Where? Where's the? Uh, where's the, if we're still in this room? Is there another way out of the room? You or can go, go back, back the out the way that you came in. Yeah. Okay. So we're headed all the way back out to to where we hear the sound, which is at the front of the cave. Okay. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. Laying hands on myself for a second. Always touching yourself, Petrogan. Come on. So I'll take lead while he's touching himself, and Gundren will, or the Nundren will follow behind me with Gundren watching over his little brother, and Petrogan will follow the rear as we head back to the front of the cave. Okay. Did we like get all the way into the cave? Yes. Yeah. We were pretty deep in the cave, and we come back the way that we came. Okay. So as you guys are walking that direction, give me a perception check from both of you. Baby. 16. I want this fire today. 20. Nice. So plus four? Yeah. Perception. (laughs) Oh, you said perception. I'm sorry. I'm thinking uh, wrong direction. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my bad. I'm thinking we're going into initiative. I'm sorry. I was helping you. I'm sorry. 16. Same thing. Same thing. thing. As you both look around, you start to catch glimpses that you're not the only ones in the cave, but everyone else seems to be rushing ahead of you towards the exit as well. Where did these little people come from? (laughs) Where did these people come from? Did we open a jail cell that we don't know about? I don't know. And freed this whole cave? I try to grab one of the people. <laughs> you see goblins sprinting by, you see bugbears making their way out, and you think you even catch a glimpse of a of an owlbear on its way out. But all of them are just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> bolting towards the exit. All I know, Petrogian, is that I don't have to be fast, I just have to be faster than you. Because if I'm seeing an owlbear running out of this cave, I think I'm going to start running, too. No, we need to see what this shriek is. This but is- it sounds like many. He said there sounds like lots of them shrieking. Are we not in the shriek right now? It's coming it- from outside the cave. The shriek. Oh, and, and so all they're running. all running towards the outside? Yeah. Oh. So we have to go, man. We got to run. We got to pick up the pace. Uh, do we want to be last out? No. Okay, I pick up Nundro. And I pick up Gundren. And I, we start to run. <laughs> okay. And so as you're bolting out the cave, you're passing by the water that you had uh, come across. Your, your, <laughs> your bridge that has been created is still there. So you continue to sprint. After eight hours? Yes. Run, 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 run. Many fights. <laughs> And you run past where you initially had come into where Petrogan had learned of his wizardry. Oh, oh yeah, we're past the door. Past that room. And you're getting close to the entrance of the cave. And as you break free into the outside, you immediately notice something is different outside. Gosh, why is the sky so black? It, the, is it black? the sky is hazy, and it looks looks almost like snow is falling. But as you as you look up, give me a investigation check. I look up. <laughs> I too look up. Nine. As you look up, you say that looks like snow that I've seen in the mountains, and you you both stick out your tongues. And 
as it lands on your tongues, you both come to the realization that that is not snow. That is ash coming from the sky. Are we near a volcano? I don't remember hearing about a volcano. This tastes like ash. Now that you're outside, you can hear the shrieks more clearly. You can hear it coming from the village. And... They burnt the dragon! Through the sky, uh, through the ash in the sky, you look up and you can make out this green dragon flying over the village, scorching everything in its path. He better not have touched our friend Grey Wind or Elsa. But what about Rockseeker? Siddler's, who cares? Rockseeker was part of our family. Maybe he's there as well. We've lost too many, Patrogan. We cannot let this happen again. Let's both, go. Both Rockseekers are with you right now. Siddlero and Gundren. Siddler. Siddler, okay. Siddler, sorry. Siddler, <laughs> Rockseeker, you know all humans look alike to me. Siddler, we must, we must go help him. We must go save the village. That man, that dragon, they killed our friend. And I will not, I will not live a life without regret. So I will go and fight them. They are attacking our town, which we have our money in. We must save the town. Let's get back there then. Roxica, will you agree to fight with let's us? Let's get back to Fendalen. Fendalen. Nimrod. Nandro. <laughs> I know. I know. I know your name is Nandro, but there's too much time to learn your name. Nimrod, will you fight with us as well? I will try. Here, take my club. Just in case you don't have a weapon. If you do, you'll have an extra. Here's my club. Out of my backpack, I give him my club. Nandro grabs the club and it kind of topples him over, lopsided for a moment, but he manages to pick it up and loft it onto his shoulder. Now let us run to the village. And then I start running to the village. Okay. I, I too start running. And then, well, like right before I get there, whenever that time comes, I I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cloak it. Okay. So. <laughs> it wasn't that far away, was it? So we No, just... it wasn't. So as you're sprinting, the vision of the town comes into focus clearer are. and clearer. You can see nice. the charred buildings of the, the village from where the dragon has absolutely decimated parts of it, causing the ash in the land, the surrounding trees that are being burnt to the ground. And you can make out on the top of the dragon, Black Spider is still sitting there, and you can hear him cackling at this point. The fledglings are in tough, and do you know what else is tough? When my wife told me that during these reads, it sounds like I'm reading a script. Well, guess what? I'm just this boring off the cuff. So I guess that's where we're at with this one. Maybe I'll convince her to go ahead and take a shot at it then. Speaking of taking a shot, keep your eyes peeled to our social media accounts coming up very soon for the opportunity for some very interesting things. I'll leave it at that. But make sure that you find us on any social media platform at FledglingsRPG, or you can find all of the links at our link tree linktr.ee slash fledglingsrpg and you'll be able to find everything there. Let's get back to the fledglings, the lost mine of Fandelver. Black Spider, you will die this day for killing all friend and all acquaintance, Mayos. 
Prepare for your deathbed! And as that happens, go ahead and roll initiative. Let's roll. 18, 7, 18, 7. Here's Finn Dalen. Are you going to get a draw for us? What we're running up on? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Why? Why, Black Spider? All we needed was this young dwarf's brother. Why did you kill Maos? Why? Can you even hear us? Aren't they in the air? They are in the air. I don't want to scream. <laughs> Why? Why would you kill Maos? We're not in a sound, complete sound. <laughs> and you can just continue to hear the cackling coming from Neznar. How does a, the cackling sound? I didn't really want to get this. That low key really got me fired up just now. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. And as you... Do our dummy friends have weapons? Yes. I know that guy has a club if he needs one. And Gundren has the short bow. Or the crossbow. 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 Yeah. How do they roll lower than (laughs) I know I rolled seven. I was feeling real bad for myself. (laughs) As you come into proximity with the dragon and Nesnar. They swoop down. The dragon swings by. <laughs> so I have my cloak on so he doesn't know where I'm yelling at him from. <laughs> right. He can't see Thaven. So the young green dragon spots Petrogan as well as Gundren and Nendro and swings by to take a swipe with his claw at Petrogan. Do we have the dragon? Oh, yes. Yes, there he is. And then here's Neznar. <laughs> that is a 10. Oh, no. <laughs> Which does not hit. So the swipe is more like a flyby yeah. towards Petrogan, missing completely. And Fabin. It's my turn? Yeah. I immediately, as, as, they're tr- as he flies by, I have an opportunity. Not an opportunity attack, but I mean like an opportunity to, to use... Ice knife at him. Okay. I'm gonna throw it right at, right at, at the at the dark elf. Okay. Um, yes, and so it does say because I'm casting it in the level two spot. On hit, it takes one d10 piercing damage, hit or miss. The shard then explodes. Each target the creature is within five feet must succeed on dexterity saving throw. It take two d6 damage. It says when I cast it in a higher spell slot, the cold damage increases by one d6 for each slot level. So yeah. Okay. All right, come here. Nineteen plus four. That will hit twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's more than twenty-one. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. I'm slow today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So it hits. So it's one d six. One d six. One d six. I you said two d six. Yeah, add another d six for the highest. Yeah, slot. that's right. This is d six. Just the one with the double zeros. Oh, never mind. That one? That's it. All right, sorry, guys. This was a decent Yeah. So it's four plus four, eight. Eight? Yeah. And that was at Nesnar? Yes. And they both have to succeed on a 
deck save? Is that yes? Okay. Because it explodes. Because it explodes, hit or miss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that takes three d six. So if it hits her, if they save, if they're, if they're, if they're okay. They don't also hit the dragon too, right? Since yeah. Five feet. Exactly. And eight and four is what their deck saves were. So the deck save is twelve. Okay. So the damage hit. Uh, ice knife. Ten. Does ten. it hit them both since yes. it explodes? Yeah. Yeah. So you do a ten to both, or is it like? Yeah. Right? Because it's the same move. Because it's the same <laughs> one. Yep. And then I get to do another action, right? Because I'm cloaked? Or do I have to, do I have to roll the for The first that? time in initiative, each time you do get a second action. Yes. After that, you have to roll a DC 17 so, stealth check. I think it was. As a second yeah, action. Where? I'm sorry. Where are we in the city? You're just on the outskirts of it, like between the cave. So and like there's trees, maybe bushes. The trees have been like burned up and everything okay. from the, the dragon. Since you guys took uh, an eight hour nap up there, <laughs> a lot of destruction has has, has taken place. Yeah. As a second action, I'm going to cast my cantrip, Frostbite. Mold Earth. <laughs> Mold Earth over us. So anyone that I look at Woman has to take a constitution saving throw of 12 on a fell save that takes 1d6 cold damage. Spell damage increases when you reach 5th level, so I don't think I'm at the 5th level yet. Wait, no, I'm only a druid 4. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to use Frostbite on Dark Elf. Okay. Natural 20. Ah, nice. Nice. So no damage there as that happens. As you do that, you're still invisible. And so Neznar still doesn't know exactly where that came from. He has a general idea from where the ice knife kind of went, but can't see you, so kind of can't do much that way. So he swings by and kind of guides the dragon to fly back towards Petrogan. And using his staff, he, using a spell as he flies by, He uses magic missiles. So you create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. Darts all strike simultaneously, and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. And so he's doing this as a level 1 spell slot, and he's targeting Petrogan with all three of the darts. Got my shield and my longsword ready. This is one of those that just hits. <laughs> what? Yeah. Magic missiles out of it. Mm-hmm. But there's three forms. Three of them. So 13 damage. Uh-huh. 10 damage plus one force damage from each. So right. 10 damage plus three, three force damage. Yeah, four to four. It was... <laughs> it was a lot. I touched myself earlier. Might be your last time. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and that brings Are us to Are they continuing to like fly or can I? Yeah, like, they're flying. Am I close enough I can like try to hit them or? Not really. Oh my gosh. So then I'm going to cast my cantrip. Is casting my cantrip, this is my first time attacking as a wizard. Okay. With cantrips. Is that a, I can do that. That's not an action, is it? Cantrip? Yeah. yeah it is? Yeah. Because it's I'm casting a spell. Okay, cool, cool. I would like to cast True Strike. Okay. 
may point a finger at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target. Okay. Provided it hasn't ended. Great. So I point my finger at Neznar. Right? Neznar? Yep. Yeah. The black spider, the dark elf. Yeah. I point my finger at him. Okay. And that's all? Yeah. But I'm supposed to gain a grant a brief insight into the target's defenses. So, oh, so basically get to know a bit about him or a brief insight. You're the dungeon master. That's the defenses. Okay. Yes, about the target into the target's defenses. So right now, that's Nesnar is not wearing his mage armor at the moment, which means that he has a weakened armor class at the moment. He is only a armor class 11. And so he's relatively vulnerable to attacks at the moment. And then I run over to some sort of rock or tree, or is there anything I can run over towards? There's still, like, dead trees standing. You could try to... So I try to run over towards some sort of... Yeah, that, if you'd like. Yeah, sure. Okay. I run over... Because I can't, like, do anything else, can I? Not really, no. Nundro, can I throw you up at the dragon? <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. Gundren, save off her? No, thank you. As you're skirting off to kind of find some sort of hiding area, yes, sir. in that same area of the woods, a wolf and a bugbear appear out of that vicinity. Wait, which way did you skirt it? I'm kind of lost of where we are at, so I don't know. We'll say you scurried that way. Yeah, well, since I, you were near... you have a bugbear? Uh, I do, yes. Oh, 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 oh. There you go. And so as the bugbear and the wolf come out, the wolf attempts to bite Petrogan. No, you won't. With a three. No. <laughs> as the wolf lunges, he misses pretty badly. Past Petrogan. Hey, is that you, Faven? Leaving himself. I'm invisible. <laughs> leaving himself back to, to Petrogan. But the bugbear comes in swinging his morning star <laughs> for a seven. No. Which also does not hit. But the bugbear stays kind of face to face with Petrogan at this point. I wish Mayos was here to shoot some dudes. As do I. Gundren is kind of off to the other side at this point. And he uh, pulls his crossbow back and takes aim at the dragon slash Neznar up there, just kind of in the vicinity of where they're flying, and takes a shot. Mayos could choose who to hit and where to hit. He would just hit him. For 19. Oh my goodness. And the the arrow actually pierces through the dragon's wing. So it does... Bring this dragon down! It does seven damage to the dragon. Nice shot, Gundren. Ah, well done. And Nundro, being over by Petrogan, the bugbear, and the wolf, takes his club. Yes! I knew I'd give it to him for good reason. And lunges towards the wolf <laughs> with a three and does not hit the wolf, not struggling to swing the club. <laughs> The club actually like lands on the ground next to the wolf, and you can see Nandra just try and drag it back out of the way at this point. 
that brings it back to the dragon's turn. And keep taking us out of the story, but when he flies in, do I get an opportunity attack? If he passes If he goes close enough, I guess you technically would. It'll be at disadvantage though because of the speed that it's able to fly by. Okay. And, and how's he how is he swiping in at you? Is yeah. it with his wings or so, with his with his legs? So yeah. It depends <laughs> on what he's doing. But the first attack is gonna be actually with his bite. So oh, is he coming after me again? Yes. Straight with his mouth. Right kind of right in through the group, actually. The first one is a 15. Nope. Using his multi-attack, he also swipes with both claws after missing the bite. Uh, one at Nundro and one at Petrogan. The first one at Nundro is a 21. And at Petrogan, it is a 23. And so this will do... Did that hit Petrogan? Yes. Okay. Dang, I was thinking I was slightly invincible with an armor class of 20. That's pretty high. <laughs> so it'll do 15 to Petrogan. I'm not feeling too good. And 10 to Nundro. Ow! Faven, your turn is next. All right. Since I am still hidden, right? I'm still hidden? Yes. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to do a... Level one, ice knife, right at the dark elf. Okay. Again? Yeah. Nice. Is this right-handed, left-handed, or are you just same thing? I'm just like so he doesn't know where it's coming from. Like, oh, no. yeah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen, and this is at the dragon and Nesnar's area there. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going for. Uh, yeah, Nesnar. I'm okay. killing this dragon if I get a chance. He hurt me bad. So that hits Nesnar, yes. yes. So it's 1d2. He, he just clawed me for 15 damage. Basically, God. I'll say. cut his wings off. <laughs> 1d10 piercing This is damage. a young green wyvern. He's not one. <laughs> one on a hit. Hit or miss, the shard explodes the target of each creature within. Now, dexterity saving throw on you. One and 13. So Nesnar avoids it, or avoids half of it, right? Okay. Yeah, and then 2d6 or 3d6. Come on. 15. Eight. Uh, eight. Okay. So Black Spider, Nesnar takes four. And the green young green dragon takes eight. And then I'm gonna do my dex saving throw because to do a bonus action, right? Stealth. Stealth, Stealth check. Yeah. Stealth check. Uh DC seventeen. DC seventeen. Twenty. Act twenty. There you go. So you get to take an additional action this turn. I'm going to And actually since you rolled a nat twenty, take the additional action with advantage as well. Nice. Ooh. Oh, that changes what I want to do now. <laughs> Why is that? Because I was going to heal you with my extra action. Oh, you don't have to do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just well, then I'm going to... Are they on the ground now? They're not on the ground, but they're within swiping distance. Within swiping? Then I, I have my short sword that I pulled out, and I'm going to swipe at them. Okay. And I have to pick which one, right? 
Yeah. Then I'm gonna leap forward because I'm tall and go straight for the dark elf. Okay. 16 plus seven. So that is 23. That will hit. Let's go. For sure will hit. 1d6 plus seven. Nine. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's go. Cover you, dark elf. (laughs) You're going down. As uh, Nesnar is aware of where that attack came from, he, since he knows the area that that came from, Nesnar uses Ray of Frost. So a frigid beam of blue-white light streaks towards the creature. So it's a ranged spell attack. Okay. Natural 20 on it. So what's your DC? DC. Yeah, doesn't matter what the natural yeah, 20 is. So it takes, uh, so you take 1d8 cold damage. Hold on. <laughs> you don't suffer the penalties from being in high altitudes or, and have resistance to cold damage. Okay, resistance. So that's half. half. So you will take half of seven. So you'll take four, four damage. Always rounds down. Hmm? Always rounds down. Oh, sorry. Three damage then. Three cold damage. And your speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. So you're slower. But it says I don't suffer the penalties. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. right. You don't suffer the penalties of it. Okay. So, yeah, that won't. Yeah. He can Mountain Ball. <laughs> Mountain Ball. I could have chose any other one, but I chose Mountain Ball. Yeah. <laughs> it all paid off. What are the end. other Goliaths? What are the other options? bunch of different other ones you could be like <laughs> forest or valley and desert and as Hebrew. <laughs> as Nesnar guides the dragon back up into the air from beh- behind Fabin out comes a just a sec for me bring it Fabin bring it monsters Fabin and Lion Fabin and Lion I like it okay I should see if I can do something without thinking <laughs> From behind Fabian. Be a mountain-born Goliath or yeah. a mountain-born mountain-born Goliath. From behind Fabian, out comes a goblin, followed by an owl bear. Nice. Oh, I've eaten so many of you owl bears. <laughs> now, having seen this splatter of like cold hit the area, they still don't see Fabian in his in his invisibility cloak, but they have an idea of where you exist. And the goblin comes up swinging with his scimitar at disadvantage, rolls a natural one. So in his swinging, he actually spins the whole way around and hits the owl bear <laughs> for two damage. Yeah. Thank you, Mails. <laughs> Thank you for this this timeless cloak. Thank you for dying so I could get a cloak. <laughs> Sacrifice he did. The owlbear not seeing Fabian, of course, jets off towards Gundren and attacks there, swiping with his claws with a 15, which hits Gundren and does six damage. And that brings up Petrogan's turn. And if I probably leave the owl bear or the bugbear, I'll probably give them an opportunity attack. Yes. And so, not quite the wolf, but 
the wolf is actually back to Petrogan. Nice. So I'm just going to try to... So he didn't even lick it. He was like, that kid with the club, he's just going to be by dessert. <laughs> so I'm going to swing my longsword at... <laughs> only two... Four green ones. Not five. I'm going to try to swing my longsword, Holy Avenger, at this bugbear. Okay. 18. That will hit. Oh, I'm sorry. 18 plus 10. 28. <laughs> that will very much hit. Come on. 12. Okay. And that's on the wolf. The bugbear. Oh, the bugbear. Okay. And then since I have two weapon fighting, I'm going to try to kick him as well. Okay. Same thing. Same bugbear for 13. Does not hit. Okay. So... You made the one hit on the bugbear, and then yes. you went to kick and kind of grazed off of his shins, but not doing any any damage there. <laughs> From while this attack is going on, familiar face enters the area as well, and you see Siddler. Hey, Siddler! Let it begin. Does he come up behind the dragon? No, he's coming out from over by the owl bear. Actually. Nice. Joseph's so much fun. Is this is worn off? Or yeah. is he, like, oh, he looks hard right now. Like he got a lot of good rest. He is well rested and ready to go. And coming up behind the owl bear, he takes his scimitars and with advantage swings with a 13, which does not hit the owl bear. The owlbear feels the tapping on its back, but does not really experience anything from that. He's he's kind of focused in front of him there on uh, on Gundren. Siddler. That's there. Oh, no, Gundren. the owlbear is focused on Gundren. That's right there. Is the bugbear a fiend? Is it, or is the bugbear is a is the owlbear a beast? I believe so. Good to know. Because I can turn in. What is can I see your weapons list real quick? Yeah. The bugbear is a medium humanoid. Goblinoid. That's, I'm pretty sure that's pronounced scimitar. That's just been called a scimitar. Yeah, it says he. Yeah, it's buggy people. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. You're dead. Okay, travel the underworld. <laughs> Have you played Hades? But I haven't said that once. I said short sword. Okay. No, you said scimitar earlier. No, I didn't. What did I say sometime? Go back on the recording. So the owlbear's not a beast. It's a large monstrosity. The owlbear's a large monstrosity. So it's not a beast? Correct. So it is the wolf's turn. The wolf turns around and bites at Petrogan. For 13. He's trying to kill me. No. That red meat. That's scales. And the bugbear, while Petrogan is defending off the wolf, swipes with the morning star. For 19. Nope. Does not hit. Pull my shield up. Stop him. At this point, you see a one of the very red cloaks that you recognize as one of the red brand ruffians come out from the area as well. Why is this well. guy coming out? Is he fighting for us or against us? So he's coming out next to the owl bear here, coming out from town, so behind Siddler. So he's coming up behind Siddler. <laughs> and reaches out with his short sword. He's a good advantage on Siddler. 
for 12, which does not hit. There we go, Siddler. <laughs> Bobbin and done. And as... Okay, Gundren is facing the owlbear at this point and has his crossbow. And from close range like that, he just reaches up and, and fires at the owlbear with advantage from that close and rolls a five. Uh, and so manages to miss the owlbear completely from point-blank range. Nundro takes that club and gives an attempt one more time at Come on, the wolf. Come on, Nundro. For six, which does not hit either. Lunging forward, he just can't control this, <laughs> this club at all to do anything useful. As I'm running out of slides, so I'm just going to write the next one down. You got um, one more in there? One more space? Yeah, I need to save one of them. <laughs> so as that club misses the wolf from where the goblin and owl bear had come in, you see one more slightly familiar figure, or at least holding something familiar. You see this cloaked individual holding a glass staff enter the it's area. Glass staff. Glass staff? I thought glass staff was I thought he had the glass staff. Oh my god. Wait, he ran away from us. No. no, he was a different wizard. He has the spider, the wooden staff with the spider yeah. on it. But he's not black spider? Oh, <sighs> so confusing. No, this is the glass staff. This is the wizard. That ran away from us at the at the mm-hmm. mansion or, or broken down castle or whatever yeah. that thing was. Sidekick. Somebody said. It's a sidekick? Black, is it black spiders. So this is brown spiders? No, this White is Glassstaff. Glassstaff. He's the wizard. He was. I like, really need to know what branding is. Like <laughs> he was like middle management. Yeah, gotta be two words. Shadow broker. Yeah. Glassstaff. Glassstaff. Tall boy. Tall. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wizard as well. Doctor Go Ape. Yeah, wizard Howie. Mayos would have killed somebody by now. We're all just... Mayos would have killed a bunch of people. We're all just... <laughs> I'm, I'm dead set. I'm dead set at, at killing freaking... Mesnar? Mesnar, man. He killed Mayos. He, he's going down. One life or another. We don't... Uh, Goliath is starting to come out of me. We don't want to kill him if we don't have to. Why? Because I'm a paladin and that's not what we do. First of all, I'm the only one hidden right now, Okay. You'd worry about your own fight. Yeah, I need to. I'm gonna... This guy, he looks way taller than you. And you know height always wins. I can't, but I can't. I'm seven one. I can't see your height right now, so it doesn't matter. I know, but this guy is. Do you have a figure eight for glass stuff? I don't think I do. We can use this one as a representation. Or did it come through? Hmm? From uh, where the goblin is there. And so he doesn't know that Fabian is kind of right in front of him there. I guess I'm writing this down before I forget. (laughs) You can keep going. I'm just... Okay. Glassstaff goes after Nundro and the dragon. So Glassstaff goes after Gundren, yes. Yeah. After Gundren, before Nundo. Oh, sorry. He's at the... After Nundro, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Down there at the very bottom (laughs) of that, having entered that area. But he is attacking Gundren. Sorry, was where I was going with that. And he's using shocking grasp. So lightning springs from your hand. Deliver a shock to a creature you try to touch. 
Make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal, which Gundren is not. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 lightning damage, and it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. The spell's damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level, 11th level, and 17th level. So a 9 does not hit Gundren. So he is safe from that attack. Oh, where did Gundren? As the dragon swoops back around and is making a descent to come down and make one more attack, all of you are caught off guard by the entrance of another flying individual or group in the sky, which draws all your attention. Roll me a perception check. All of us? Yeah. I'll even roll it. Ten. For the NPCs as well. Eleven. So no one can quite make out from the visual what is kind of entering the area, but you hear a familiar sound from stories that you had been told as young children. Oh, ho, 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 ho. whoa, what in the kitty cat forest is going on here? <laughs> who is this mysterious sorcerer who has showed up to help the fledglings out? I think we all know who it is. But make sure you come back next time for the last episode of Fledgling's RPG, The Lost Mine of Fandelver, to see how this campaign unfolds at its conclusion. In the meantime, take a moment to give us that 5-star review, and also shoot a text to 1, 2, 3, 4, 12, 37 of your friends who you think may enjoy this type of content. Get them hooked on Dungeons & Dragons as well.